You're listening to Blue TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we got the Into the Badlands. This is episode six. Yep. And something to do with a leopard and snow is all I remember. Stalks and snow. Stalks and snow. Hmm. Yes. Any? Nope. Nope. No I'm guess. moving forward. Not, yet, not, <laughs> not going there. <laughs> Another may, example. May have seen some snowish areas in the fake Christmas scene. Other than that, nothing. That was the best I've got right there. With, you know, way to bring it home, Jake. Way to yeah. bring it home. Yeah. Um, you know, overall thoughts on the episode before we get into this one? Highly enjoyed this episode. Yes. I put it out there on Twitter. I thought this was probably the strongest episode of the season by far. Uh, it might be of the show. <sighs> I mean, I'm counting the opening scene very heavily, but... Yeah. I mean, there was a lot going on here. Plus, there were some big reveals. There was um, some character death that wasn't expected. There was a lot going on in this episode that was well put together. I uh, I don't know. There just wasn't a. Uh, I was never bored. Yeah. No. Ever in a scene. Yeah. And even with characters that we've been like, oh, we're seeing you on screen again. Like I was like, genuinely happy yeah. to see him. Even MK scenes that I normally fight my way through, I was totally fine with this. Yeah. Well, they you know exactly. There was no wasted with him. I mean, whenever you did see him, there was something pretty good happening at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, let's just get right to it. The opening scene, of course, is the aftermath. The gruesome aftermath, by the way. Which I thought we were just going to kind of fast forward, skip through. No, I love the slow-mo, the ears ringing sound, yeah. the, you know, going from different person and seeing what kind of, you know, gruesome wounds they had. We got feet. Arms, legs. Okay. So I watched this like 10 times because I was like, I was all about the details. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And FX like that. And so there's a guy missing parts. There's legs and, and so on. The Then there was a guy by the door that looked like he had nothing but a stick left like of his bones. napalm leg. Yeah, it was pretty gruesome like that. All that was fantastic. And then I was so disappointed. You turn around and you see a guy who's dead next to all these body parts and like that, completely unscratched. I mean, not even a scratch on him. He's just laying there with his <laughs> eyes closed, right next to all these bodies and everything. I was like, wait a minute. I, I paused. I looked at it and stuff. And I was like, oh, man. I mean, you can't have all these bodies like that have all this dust and all these wounds and blood. And this, and this guy looks impeccable on the ground. Can't miss him. Mustache, blonde hair, you know, laying there dead as a hammer and so on. So then it pans to the next scene where you see um, Lydia, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep. And you see her coming through like that. And there's another guy who's laid with his arms behind his above his head like he's in the, you know, position to dive. And he's laid there. And he's another one that has zero on him. Nothing. Not a scratch, not a mark, not blood. But then everything else is just completely like torn to bits, blood, gore. We'll have to go back and watch these. You know, it's like that. I mean, I mean, you're talking about very quick. But, you know, I'm just – I was so impressed because when you saw – so I went back and watched the end of the last episode when the explosion happened. Okay. And in the explosion, you don't see anybody like losing limbs. No. You don't see any feet, legs, people blown to bits. You just see guys fully intact being blown away with a cool mm-hmm. special effect. And because remember, we raved about it. Yeah. And so when you look at that, you know, it makes you wonder, you know, 
the aftermath doesn't match. Well, then I was sitting there thinking about it. It's like, well, we don't know what was inside the door that got blown to bits. And we don't know this. And that's something you probably wouldn't have seen. So completely plausible. Thought it was well done. Minus the couple guys who were laying there napping. Um, <laughs> that's what it looked like. Uh, it was really, really strong. You got uh, you got to assume that the blast of the people on the inside of the door, that's the body parts and stuff. Correct. Blowing out amongst the people that were in the outside of the blast. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So we only saw the blast from the outside where guys are just flying, where Lydia is flying the wrong direction from where she lands. Did you see it this time? Yes. She should have landed on her stomach. No big deal. Whatever. Let it slide. Just a slight detail. <laughs> Small continuity error. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I one thing I was really... I was so glad they, they showed it was they showed a bare foot that was blowing off. And I was like, blew him right out of his boots. But then they showed the boot. The yes. just random boot laying there. I was like, ha well done. Yes. Well done. They actually showed a boot missing. Yeah. <laughs> if it was sitting there smoking, you know what I mean? That's oh. a problem. This <laughs> is ridiculous. But, but, I was, but still, I mean, I was, it a was. Little, I was a little like, huh. Well, the other thing is boot foot missing <laughs> yeah well i like the explosive ash everywhere i thought that was pretty cool no, like that you actually good. had burn yes you know so many times you see like debris everywhere but this actually had like the burn remnants and stuff and the, you could see the dust and the particles in the in the, in well, the air the smoky haze going right on all that scene. was just so well put together well yeah. done uh kudos to detail on that um so lydia's come across she falls she turns and you see you know out of the smoke you know Quinn and his crew coming. Just First guy, every... you know, gets the the throat cut. The slow motion. The slow motion. Zero reaction. Throat cut. You know, cut his throat, and he just kind of laid back, like I'm going to sleep. Well, they're cutting shocked people. Right. You know what I mean? They're not cutting like some guy who's defense. oh my god, oh yeah, yeah, really. You know what I mean? These guys are like already in shell shock mode. Then you just slice your throat, and they're just like, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first one, I was like, eh. The second one with the sword across him was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little overkill using the sword on the throat. It, it was. Just it, stick him on the ground. Yeah. Go all out with it. I, mean, no, yeah. people I agree, to... but we know Quinn has several knives with him. I'm just yeah, like, I... hey, bro, use the knife. It's a little <laughs> awkward that you have to. Uh, it's like my arm's not long enough to hold your hair yeah. and use the sword. So. <laughs> yeah. You know. um, Cool sword, though. Did you notice the detail on the sword? Oh, How it was sword. sharp on one side and, and like these really large serrades on the other side. Yeah, like this red yeah. like imprint into it. Pretty freaking cool. And then it has empty like hook holes towards the backside. Yeah, it was so, really creative. creative. Really, really creative. Um, and of course, you get over there. All right, who in this group thought Lydia might bite the dust in this scene? I nah. did. I didn't think so. I Believe it or not, I was actually like... It would be awesome if they, I like, showed would. him, like, just get pissed off and behead her right there, you know? And I would be like, yes! This is why I love this show! You know? And wah, wah, wah. Yeah. It didn't happen. But I was okay with it. Um, d- just to fast forward a little bit, to get to the next part when she's inside and talking to Quinn. I thought she was a goner again. Um, you know, I knew for I knew she wouldn't hesitate. I knew she was going to take that blade and go at him. Um, but what about the, that turns me on and they start making out kind of thing. 
I mean, this, this was a bridge too far. <laughs> this was too, man. I mean, Lydia is a smoking hot woman. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. This was kind of like, this is faux pas on the Jamie and uh, what's her name? You're on the island right Game now. Game of Thrones, <laughs> Cersei. Cersei. But this is Jamie and Cersei banging on the. Oh, deathbed! Oh, man, he just killed the son, and she's clearly pissed. And there's I mean, a bitch of death. He's barely cold. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's still a ghost. In the yeah. room. He's having to hide his ass right now. I'm happy you mentioned this, by the way. Were y'all disappointed that Ryder was not in this this episode? No, because to me. You know, this is him dealing with his uh, his guilt, dealing with his issue, and part of his tumor and everything else. That's what I'm equating this all. And then this episode, completely absent. I mean, I don't think it was a shtick that he needed to stay around longer than it did. I mean, I appreciated the acting that he did. I thought it was the best he did on the show. But we want to get away from Quinn's tumor. And I feel like this this is the better route to go. I don't know. I, I, I felt like it needed a... Closure. I hope it's not something where he just comes back whenever it's convenient. You know, when you need that, you know, alternate ego or somebody giving him a hard time. I don't know. I kind of felt like it was just a left out. You know what I mean? Like maybe we should have had at least a sprinkle or, you know, or have Quinn get pissed off and I don't need you. Don't talk to me or do something, you know, have a severing point of some kind that makes sense that he's not in the episode whatsoever. I don't know. I was somewhat looking forward to seeing Ryder. As a huge fan of American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. I was hoping this would be like the Jack character, mm-hmm. where every time you see Ryder, you know, as days go by, he's more and more decomposed and disgusting looking. Yes, because he was clearly looking bad. Yeah, he, he looked. Like, he looked like he was current. You yeah, know, he looked like, like how his body probably looks in the ground at this point. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. His wounds were big and gapy, and he had green veiny on him and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So I was like. If you remember America Over London, it gets really disgusting. I mean, just meat curtains hanging off his neck and stuff. You know, <laughs> it's really gross. Um, the Sexy. eyeballs falling Sexy. back into the skull. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, man, this could be really cool. I hope that it's still a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, outside, Vale's running for her life. You know, or, or so we Summer thought. jogging. Um <sighs> She stops to look in the, you know, the sky. I understood a cool shot of the trees, mm-hmm. how they were doing that. Good really. cinematography. And I thought that was all really neat and so on. Did we think it was a little too much for those guys to be so close if she's been running and they didn't even know she was gone for a little while? If by little you mean way too much, then yes. Um, she made the first mistake that no human being ever should make. You never wake a sleeping baby. She could have run for another mile. That baby was chilling, son. Uh, she had to like pull its cheek down. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there. To me, it's back to the old, you know, you know, Michael and Halloween. You know, they're walking. She's jogging. They're walking. I mean, they're they're moving stealthy, listening. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is that you realize that they're <laughs> close, and you run just for a little bit, and then try to hold a baby from making noise. That kind of really surprised me. Behind the perfectly placed yeah, stump that's yeah. laid over. Um, I didn't, I mean, like if the baby's making noise, you got to keep moving. 
You know what I'm saying? It was, the idea of sitting there and waiting and hoping when the baby's still making sound. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're in dead quiet woods, you can hear just the smallest baby fart. And you know, <laughs> or, you know, I'm just being honest. And I mean, <laughs> Jake and I have kids, and we know. I mean, you can hear it. I mean, it's not. It's not. A, it's simple. And so for her to be behind this stump when evidently they're within a eyesight in the woods, they could hear all this. Yeah, and I mean, this was just a trope that didn't need to be played. I'm with you. And then a woman didn't... just all of a sudden shows up, puts her hand over her mouth, and they're able to just walk away unseen, unscathed, baby not covered, and, you know, still making it. didn't really it just, advance the plot anyway because we just, could have gotten Veil there by herself. I'm with you. I mean – do something different. Have her running, 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 and then somebody come out of the tree and say, come with me with a finger over their mouth, and they hide. Do something, not just this disappear off-screen trick. Or just don't even have her being really chased at all and just have her head towards the widows. Right. You know, I just... I never once felt like Vale was in danger because mm-hmm. these guys were close. I never once felt like there was anything threatening or anything was going to happen or she would even be caught. You know, and so, I, I don't know. This was a miss for me on this part. You know, yeah. it's small in detail, but it's it was surprising and to me. Um, now, we bounce over to, um, you know, Baji and Sonny, and they're at the, the healer, or they're looking for the healer in this with the poor ga- man opium place. or Gassers? Is that what yeah. he called them? Gassers. Yeah. And this was just their version of, you know, what he'd call it, poor man's opium, you mm-hmm. know? This looks so badass. Though. It was so cool to find these, like, these old gas masks. And now, I thought I saw Larry Tunzel in there. It, was I mistaken? Or? <laughs> pro. Pro left tackle for the Miami Dolphins, by the way. Yeah. Uh, no. The first ones you see, it's kind of like, wow, that looks cool. But later on in the episode, when you see more of them just mm-hmm. sitting around and they got their hoods up. And all you can see is the mask. Dude, this looks super badass. This entire set piece was incredible. Yeah, it's a, like a blown out apartment yeah. building. I mean, where did they find this? This is so effing cool, dude. I, I don't know where you get this stuff. You know, it this was, is. If you ever seen that show, that's like Hidden World, where it's abandoned, abandoned you know, places, places around the world, the world yeah. they find. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a Disneyland thing that's. Totally there, abandoned. Yeah, there's one out in China that's like an entire Disney park, a theme park that never even opened. They spent millions and all that, and just it's grown just up. A, yeah, it's just a ghost town. Hmm. So know, they stuff abandoned. like that, I, I can only assume that they find things like Chernobyl, and like, all right, watch your Geiger counter, but we're gonna go film over here. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I. It is so cool Absolutely. that they're able to do this. Absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, such such detail. Um, all right, so we're talking about. The girl, Portia, um, still alive, evidently. Um, I'm straight. I'm calling straight BS. After that blade went eight inches in her side and they were driving <laughs> and along. Wiggled, wiggled she wiggled around. She bled out that car a long time ago. <laughs> she She's as cold as Ryder right now. I mean. Yeah. Right. So this little girl and Portia are alive. Do we see them again ever in this series? I think I the little doubt girl. It. No, like there's an attachment with the little girl. Nope. I think it was nothing more than just like we met Nas and we met the other people like that. I think it's just a just another breadcrumb of you know in the travel maze we're going through. Uh, don't see him again just because the way they didn't. I mean, you don't even get a scene with him looking at the girl, going, "It's going to be okay," you know, everything's going to be all right or nothing. You just see her go off in the back and the girl follow her, and that's it. Never, Never see again. Him. I mean, 
I mean, I would be okay if we never see him again, but for some reason, I think we're going to see the little girl again. No, I think they played their part. I think that's exactly what it is. He got him to safety, and that was it. They're creating a pretty large wake. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's no doubt. From You think when they first ran to now, I mean, they've pissed off a lot of people, yep. and they've created a large, you know, snafu behind them. Oh, yeah. he's And I guess I can see it now a lot more your way because they served a purpose of getting us to MK. I guess I still though they why did they spend even the, the amount of screen time they did spend on the little girl and Portia and stuff. Well, here's the other thing is that think about what they did to have that set piece where Nas was one episode and gone. Only get this twenty minutes of screen time. Really think about this: the set piece we were just raving about gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean. The I mean, set piece for what the fight we have in, towards the end gone. I mean, there's so much that comes and goes with this this show, where one episode is almost you can almost do its its own thing. I guess that's part of the reason we enjoy it so much is that you know it's not like The Walking Dead where you have to have four episodes in a row to understand the fifth one. You know they what I mean? must have a like massive team of set designers. I well, mean, you can't just throw these things together. No. Money well spent is all I got to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... The the main thing this show gets right is set pieces. I mean, that's I got to put that up there with number one. I mean, it's set pieces and then just outfits of the characters. Yeah, costume design. Um, yeah, just a lot of cool originality and stuff like that. Yes, there is there's no doubt. Um it bounces back over. Of course, you know, they do this and it's fine. And then that's all you see. You see Baji, you know, getting him a little bit of taste. But they cut away for this for a while. And we go back to where we see Tilda and one of the, is it the Barbie girl? You know, a doll. Yeah. A doll, whatever. And she tells her, I'm gone. You know, the word's out that there's an alliance with Quinn and I'm not having it. And you get some background story. You know what I mean? Well, then finally we get Tilda's background story a little bit. Come to find and out what her version. And um, basically, she was a housemaid for the widow's husband when he was the baron. Mm-hmm. And became his sex toy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, had to recite certain words and this, that, or so on. Until the, until the day that she was planning on killing herself. It was the day that the widow killed her husband and took her to safety. And I thought it was interesting that she was going to kill herself versus trying to kill. Yeah, when she said the bread knife, I mean, you realize bread knife, that's that's a hard plunge. That's a nasty cut. That's ulcerated. You know what I mean? Um, That's a perfect, you know, that's a knife cutter. That's a throat cutter. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's a... That's a, I mean, that's like what I meant. Throat cutter, not knife yeah. cutter. Um, that's a knife cutter. <laughs> <laughs> we are from Mississippi. <laughs> it's late, guys. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's an awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm totally thinking, you know, like Gone Girl, you know, just slicing the throat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, poor Neil Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so when she says, "Yeah, I was just gonna plunge it in my heart," I was like, "That's not what I would think of with a bread knife." Especially not with Tilda. No. Yeah. Not what she's become, at least. No. And so... And she's like, I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and he never came. Yeah. Um, 
so then she says, you know, she get the whole, so it kind of gives you a background how the widow did her thing. You give a background of how she became. And then we get the uh, kissy kissy. Well, even uh, before that, she pledges herself to Tilda, but not the widow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I mean, it just kind of leaves something open for a potential <sighs> Tilda rising or something. A Tilda rising. <laughs> <laughs> a dark Tilda rises. <laughs> the dark Tilda. Christopher Nolan directs. I would be okay with that. I, mean, I think we've got something there. Um, uh, anyway, they did the kissy thing. Um, you know, that didn't surprise me, believe it or not. I mean, uh, I, mean, I, I, mean I, I was a little surprised just because of MK and like what this is going to do with that. But yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, well, there's a couple things there because MK gets a little lovey dub. You think he's going to? Yeah. You think he is? Later. Yeah, you um, think? You think? Yeah, was, Tilda and this doll chick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not against it. No, I mean, it didn't bother me like that. It's just... Uh, I like that Waldo yeah. wants busted yeah. them, rolled in on him. Yeah, rolled. <laughs> oh, listen to him. See me rolling. Yeah. Um, and, of course, he's talking and he goes, you know, I don't care about that. That's all you need is have another distraction. Remember what I talked to you about, Sonny, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I'm just starting to like you. Well, maybe, you know? <laughs> A little. <laughs> Yeah, I like you know, it. Uh, no, I, I mean, the guy just steals the steals the scene, whatever he's in. You yeah, know? I agree. Uh, I agree. As long as it's not slow motion, knowing looks. We're yeah, good. <laughs> cheese factory. <laughs> <laughs> the whole can, the cheese whiz. Oh gosh. Um. So, Vale, we get to understand the mystery as Vale arrives because the woman who rescued her. You know, they show up in this military convoy, by the way. Refugee truck. Yeah, and she gets out with a baby, you know, and there's Tilda, like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, I was okay with this. I thought this was pretty good. It was a way to connect the two. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. This, I, mean, and I was looking at social media, and some people were kind of like, uh, wow, that's awfully convenient. And I was kind of like, no. I mean, everyone knows this is a safe haven. They probably had these trucks running between all the different places the entire time, so... Got you. I got you. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I was fine with it when she came inside. You know, but something I saw later on the episode, um, there was something to do with, maybe I'll go refresh my memory. She said, Widow said, you know, you tried to turn Tilda against me. Refresh my memory, you know. Well, at the end of season one, she gave her the option between the three poisons and then told Tilda which one and then also gave her a poison and said, hey, you can end this with the widow and kill her, or you can give her the answer. That's antidote. right. Yep. That's right. And um, so, I mean, so uh, but the I whole mean, the whole deal. You know, I, I know I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but I mean, that's really what Vale's whole purpose of this episode was. It was to become mm-hmm. the bargaining chip. You know, I mean, and it felt like that pretty much right off the bat. Yeah, because I felt like the widow was somewhat leading her on. Originally, I thought yeah. she was going to contact Quinn and then uh, be like, "Hey, I have Vale. Let's make this truce happen." Well, I mean, just the way she was talking to her, take that out of that bottom drawer over there. You know, what I mean, just like it was just the way she was communicating. She wasn't coming off as like, no, yeah, there was no caring. friendship. Here. You got to understand, yeah. this is the wife and the child of the guy who almost killed you and almost mortally wounded you. Well, I don't think she has any problem with Sonny. Oddly enough. 
I don't know. Uh, they they had their quarrels, and then you know, like I said, the whole Tilda thing, the everything else. There was zero. The whole time, like Jake said, the whole time she was there, I kind of felt like she's not safe, even if she thinks she is. But we got a return of the book that MK mm-hmm. was um, Tilda stole, basically, really for. Her. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still don't know anything more about it. No, we get a little bit more later. And so on, you know, but yeah, she doesn't say anything. I think it was just another example of, of her showing that she's not useful because she can't translate it. She didn't try, you know, uh, it was just all little details to show you ain't safe. You're not really my friend. I'm hiding you, you know, I'm keeping you here, but for my own benefit. But had she have been able to translate some of it, do we think that would have changed anything in the widow's mind? Well, my thing is that she was translating some of it for MK in the first season. You know what I mean? Yeah, little tidbits of it. So maybe Vale's holding back a little bit too and is understanding what's in the book and just saying, no, not yet. You know what I mean? I hope so. I hope she she unravels some things that will help open some plot lines moving forward. Yeah. I think that would be pretty sweet. Um, Of course, they shoot the air over at Quinn's place with the note in it. Pretty neat. I thought that was a pretty cool little effect. They brought the note in there, and of course it says, come alone, with no weapons. Yeah, okay. And um, he's able to get all the way up to the house with him and his five goons in the house, able to slice a guy's throat. Um, I think this was all like foreplay. I'll be honest with you. I mean, just to give the viewer something to you know get a little taste of. It had to be because if you sent out for somebody, you would have the lights on around your house. You would have guards looking out into your yard and stuff. I think it was purely just to say, you kill one, I'm going to kill one of yours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just and to see Tilda put a, a star on one's face, you know. And the widow looks super badass on these stairs. Dude, these hair. This is this this has to be one of my favorite hairdos she's had. I mean, it's just the all black. Double swords out at an angle at her side. And she's just standing there and like battle ready. She looks super badass. It doesn't, it doesn't help hurt much that she's got six crossbows behind her. Yeah. And at a moment's notice, they're all, you know. Well, I mean, this is like one of those positive <laughs> times where it's like, oh, we have a really cool idea. How can we get to this point? Yeah. And I mean, it was just how I, I think guard. they did it correctly yes. this time. Yes, though. they did. That's what I was saying. Where so many times you watch like Walking Dead or something like that, and you're like, oh, this is a cool set piece. And <laughs> how do we holy get Holy crap, how do we get here with this? <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, CG deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. It's stuck in a two foot tall fence. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but really cool. Like you said, them all standing there and looking at each other, and it's like Mexican standoff. Um, racist yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I did think the dialogue was a touch quick you know what I mean like it was you know what I want you would say thing you want I want the other Baron's gone alliance deal I mean it was like that I don't think so because I think these two are a lot alike they get to the point they don't mince words you know what I mean only time Quinn minces words is with family and stuff, where he gets into a soliloquy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, um, but most of the other times it's like the sword or a few words. <laughs> <laughs> Killed them all. Yes, uh, I would say my main problem with the part was just it was like when it gets down to both of us, I expect you to try to kill me, like I'm gonna try to kill you. That was it, the only part I didn't really like. It ballsy him like sliding the sword up her thigh. Yeah, <laughs> you know I'm gonna need veil. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one part of this deal that makes work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised she's no just harm off will come off his arm right off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is they both need each other. I mean, that's the that's the whole deal. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. This has to be like his last five or six guys. I mean, if you look at his numbers. <laughs> Can't be many. I mean, even when you go back to when he was doing his war chant and speech, you know, and drinking the deer blood and all that kind of stuff. He had about 40 dudes. 40, and we lost a good 10 to 15. Minimum. At the um, conclave. Vale killed one. Vale, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that brutal bitch, yeah. And, uh, I mean, so, I mean, he's, he's down to less than 15 dudes. He's max 20 dudes left. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is a high high yeah. number. I, so this is no army. You know what I mean? You can't booby trap your way through the rest no. of your life. You know? No, but they're giving Quinn and his right hand man a lot of screen time. Yes, they are. So I'm hoping against hope that Quinn just gets cured and we can be done with this, so he can go back to being a badass. Well, I mean, now that Vale has to start trying to cure him, I mean, this is a possibility. Maybe we'll see. I mean, how are you going to cure a brain tumor? What's the I mean, success rate nowadays with that? <laughs> yeah. We're mean, talking about using chicken bones and. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> they all had like a gallon-sized <laughs> jug of cocaine sitting on her. <laughs> We're going to replace your brain with this <laughs> moose brain. <laughs> all works fine. Yeah. I don't think there's any leaves you can rub together in a bowl with some extra additives that's going to fix what we got going it's on here. It's called cocaine. Yeah, she if has he was enough of that to start yeah. a world war. If he was smart, he just would have saved Vale's placenta and <laughs> injected the stem cells in his head. Okay, He'd Joe been Rogan. solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to take something probably mystical. You know what I mean? Like The master. Know, yeah, something you know, that's going to be beyond the norm of what we mm. expect from modern medicine or even crude medicine. It's going to be something to that effect if we're going to get a heal. Um, one thing I didn't excited about this little partnership when it happened is is that now I think the story is going to progress towards the other barons, and I hope we get to see those kind of set pieces and see if we can get some of that put together. You know what I mean? Even if it's an offensive or a defensive, I want to see the forces or the combinations and different things of that nature. Um, and it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out because – I mean, realistically, now it's Quinn and Widow in the Badlands, and then it's Sonny and company outside the Badlands. I mean, that's basically what our two story arcs now. Yeah. And because they all converged. This, you know, realize this episode converged all characters together. And so now we have to be exploring outward. Speaking of which, the whole thing with Nas and all that stuff, you know, like he was the gatekeeper to get through, turns out. They're still not even at the wall yet. Exactly. Yeah, like, so it did huh? kind of poke holes in that whole situation. Yeah, because he gets there with the gasser guy, and he's like, I just need the quickest way you know, to the wall, wall. checkpoint. Right. And he's like, oh, you don't, you don't go to the checkpoint unless you're in chains and stuff. I'm like, good God. You still yeah. got to get to the wall. Yeah, well, it kind of pokes holes in the whole Nas thing from a previous episode <laughs> or two, you know? Well, I'm just it means for sure, too, that MK and the – Abbots and stuff, they're not in the Badlands either. They're on the outside looking in. Correct. So And they have to have some deal with the gatekeepers or something. I guess. Nobody messes with the Abbots apparently. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean it is a game changer with those jokers. There's no doubt. Okay, so of course Vale he you know, Widow says I have a clear conscience, gives Vale 
Quinn, pretty cool scene of him being up there on the top of the stairs, you know. And Time she's for you and Henry to come home. Yeah. <laughs> so elegant. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, that's pretty tough. So then it finally cuts back to Baji and uh, Sonny and so on. And then also have these scenes of MK where you get this scene of MK and he's stealing this carrot. Okay. Um, getting him a good healthy bite out of his stuff. And then this fella drops him down and hits him, puts his face through this glass and it cuts him all up. And I'm like, all right, we're about to have, you know, MK Hulk get after it and nothing. Yep. Um, really surprised. I was like, oh, is this a mistake? And I was like, no, no way, you know. And this guy is fitting to do him in and a hatchet to the face. Hatchet face. Yes. yes. Legit, literally. Cool as hell. Cool as hell. I'm gonna need you to go get that hatchet yes. out of his head. Yeah. Don't just walk off without that badass hatchet. I mean, if you're able to do that, you need to keep that weapon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rick Grimes is jealous right now. Yes. Dodge this, Abbott. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who you are. You're not Trinity over there yeah. <laughs> or Neo, Bullet Cam. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I, I, go get that hatchet. That's what's valuable. Piece of weaponry right there. I'm with you, man. Get I, his sword. Get his hatchet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, get his food. Yeah, grab the rest of the carrots. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You I, know, just that's all it takes, man. It's just a little bit. And plus, it would have been cool to see her have to wiggle that hatchet out of his forehead. <laughs> if it's just like a straight, it's slightly stuck here. Excalibur. MK, hold his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it's really wedged in there. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Got some a vacuum form in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know the other thing is, is that it would have been cool to know where he was when this was. I mean, all we got was him get the carrot. He takes the facer, and then they leave. You know what I mean? Once again, set piece. This would have taken hours to set this up. How about days, and we get. A literally two a minutes of screen minute time of screen time of this i mean don't you know the person who put all this together was like mf and i mean son of a bitch <laughs> i did all that for that guys you, you yeah. sure you don't need another take yeah like, really okay. I, I think you messed up you know, for all we know there's a lot more film that and they just edited it all out you know what i mean well and the thing is i'd be we, cussing we got whatever two minutes 30 seconds of that is just panned on mk's face Chomping down on a carrot. Exactly. So I'm just like, oh man, what a waste. <laughs> it was. I was like, oh. Zoom out. Because I just absolutely love all these set pieces. And so I, not to give them due diligence is is heartbreaking. Yeah. Really, really heartbreaking. All right. So MK and them are at the, I wrote, I put it down, the, the Blanca Peak Hotel. I wish I had looked this up to see if this was like a real place. Um, and they go inside and this is the Christmas scene. You know, so it, fully decorated out in this place. The bomb apparently landed or whatever happened during Christmas. It's all happy holidays stuff everywhere. Got that right. It even said on the sign, Santa's Grotto or something like that. That's what it says. Yeah, so this is probably an adult situation maybe. I don't Makes know. sense. I mean, it's Grotto. I mean, come on. This ain't the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, they're having this conversation. To me, there's love in the air. 
as well as Christmas decorations. Yeah. It's getting thick. Um, he, you know, he talks about how he look, I've lost my powers. Things aren't what they used to be. She's all like, I have no master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's all like, I can be your master. I'll show you your master. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, I was just waiting for I it. I knew it was coming, man. I was just like, make your move, MK. <laughs> you can yeah. master this dick. <laughs> oh, oh, we're done. We're, we're out. Done. <laughs> it was a good night. Thank y'all. Blue TV. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then, you know, he gets put off, and he finds this magazine that has this, the image of Wired. Uh, it's a cool, cool magazine to pick too. Yeah, uh, Azra, you know, in, in a different form on the cover, proving that it's real. Um, well, this is a concept city for a future city, right? You know, looks like you know, clean energy, you know, global warming proof, <laughs> global warming, <laughs> you know. You know, I was happy to see this because I would have really hate that all this stuff is all for naught. You know, I forget what movie it is. Where you get to, you get this this amazing vision and people believe in it, and you come to find out it's just all a farce. You know what I mean? And so, this magazine showing what it is, like to give it a little bit of credence, is something other than just some ancient book or a medallion or whatever. I really enjoyed this. It makes me, you know. It shows you that there's light at the end of the tunnel. This this story has a big place to go, mm. and it's going to have something very developing with that. My question is: is that is it something that they're going to be going after now, or is it purely to get back to the Badlands to address the Badlands issue? Is my question because you know I think this that's polar opposite directions. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. It's weird when they throw these real world things in. You know, Wired Magazine, yeah. Future City, and all that stuff. And then you have the Abbots. And you have the, yeah, the MK people where they have superpowers. And so it's like, in a way, it's like, oh, this is just a you know, dystopian future. But really, now they're added in mystical stuff. So it's like, yeah, I don't know where they're going. You know, That's the one thing about it is, is that it keeps you guessing. And I enjoy that. You know, yes. but they are giving a lot of hints towards a lot of different things. So I'm wondering how soon we get to those kind of things. I agree. Is my question. Um, again, so we cut back to Baji. He's over there getting him some happy time. Um, the girls are resting. Sonny's laying down, and the the famous truck pulls up. You know, and I wasn't expecting this. I thought that the truck was going to pull up where MK was. Instead, they show up going to hunt the signal strong. You know, it's here. And the whole time, this was before Baji. Yep. The signal was for him. And as soon as that happened, I was like, hmm. So he does have some kind of special power about him. There's something he's hiding. Well, he used to have his power, but he's lost it. Because he used to have the darkness. That's what his brother said, at least. Now, I think the thing was still going for MK. Oh, uh-uh, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I think it was for Baji. I think it was, it was for Baji. the water and stuff, and that's where Baji was. Yeah, like it was going strong, and then when he got in the water, it disappeared. It and, just dissipated. And, and dissipated, stuff. and he goes, well, I've got a new signal this way. This must be the boy. It's close. And they got in the truck Maybe and so. left. Yeah, because then they went to a completely different location. Because the second he came out the water, that machine would never pick it up again because he got wet, right? <laughs> you know, that, that was kind of, eh. Well, I just think they didn't have it turned on anymore. Maybe so. And but, that was water. That I don't know. Terrifying. Well, no, that, that looked like meth. that looked like <laughs> years of piss it, and it shit was in of the water pole. consistency. Um, yeah, it was steaming. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so 
that happens, and then you see him get in the truck, and they start to drive away, and then you see Baji pop up behind the car as the truck goes by. Okay? Two problems with this. Number one, how in the hell did he get down to that car before they left in the truck? And number two, he was dry. Yeah. He has superpowers. Uh, I forgot. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Baji the, the ultra dry. That's right. Yeah. You know? He's like a half a shake and his beer's dry like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some um, people can turn on Christmas lights. He can shake like a dog. <laughs> it's dry, yeah. Um, and so Sonny and them confronts him about it, you know, and he, you know, he explains what they are and they're crazy and blah, blah, blah. And he can't go, you know, he can't go that way. He's not going to find them. And, but Sonny takes off on his own, you know, because... Now, I thought this was kind of strange that, you know, my whole mission is to get to the Badlands and find Vale and my child, and he's willing at the drop of a hat to follow the Abbots. Well, for MK, yeah. For MK. Right. I mean, she wanted him to bring MK, so that makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, that was something else that was mentioned on social media. People were like, well, gee, I guess MK is more important than your child. And, and I'm like, nah, I, I think that's okay bad, with it. I, I think that's a bad way to look at it just because he sees MK as a son and everything. And not a bad weapon to have with you yes. either. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which he even mentions in the fight. So Right. Just cut yourself. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, he shows up and the abbot's illuminate the Christmas lights. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Though. I thought it was pretty sweet, dude. I, I, I thought that was pretty I neat. mean, it was really cool when they're walking in and you hear the, the Christmas music start to come on. Mm-hmm. It was super eerie because, you know, it's like, <laughs> sleigh bells ring. You know, it's like, oh, stay that way. Yeah. You know, don't, don't go completely Yeah, good. don't go hyper speed and cheery. But it went to good. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, all right, whatever. It's still cool. And uh, so again, they get to the, the get Sonny shows up, and we get this pretty cool fight scenario. Um, you know, and uh, true to form, you know, they're able to whip his ass. You know, the one main guy is handling his business, and he's put you know punching dents into concrete walls and messing up floors with his kicks. And <laughs> MK's kicking him, punch him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> he's like doing blink. And then I mean, Ava pulls out the clutch card, and it was like, I still got mine. Back up, boys. Yeah, I mean, they get, the, you know, back to back. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the cheesy 80 movie, you know? <laughs> Sidekicks. <laughs> That's right. Turn it on, MK. Three I, I lost it. Yeah. Tom <laughs> Tom. Stop. Stop. <laughs> and, uh, of course, she's like, I haven't lost mine. And so she puts her powers on. And I thought that was cool as hell that you see her being able to hang with two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not I necessarily thought, whipping them, but like being able to hang. When she first starts doing it and stuff starts blowing, I was like, this bitch is storm. <laughs> I mean, she's got, I'm about to see a tornado. Because oh, oh, the wind just starts whipping around her. And stuff, uh, and I'm like, why didn't she just cut herself like the rest of them? Um, well, the no. habits in her, I guess, because she's been higher up and in the program. They can control it, yeah. But I'm still like, all right, just cut me. <laughs> cut me, Mick. Cut me, Mick. Yeah. But also, the abbots can control where they don't lose control yeah. right. when they, they go black. And it might not kill them or make them weaker since they're going through this state instead of just the cutting. Yeah, right. I agree. Pretty sweet. Uh, fight, fight, fight. Sonny's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> MK is kicking him like it's tickling him. And then, uh, you know, 
Ava is doing her thing, and then Homegirl does this double punch into her chest, and you see Ava spit out enough blood to do a transfusion, and <laughs> and then lands into the you know festivities behind it. What looks like a sword is sticking through her. Yeah, I didn't. I don't understand why they didn't just use like Rudolph's antlers through yeah, her. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. That looked like a sword. Yeah, I mean, it did, and um, but it did give good effect by the end of seeing like an extra three feet of it hanging out of her body. I agree. Uh, no, coolest thing ever was the fingers through the throat. You know, well, we ain't yeah. got to that point yet. Ah, uh, well, it's right there. I mean, it, it's. I right. mean, Sonny gets his ass kicked and gets knocked up there, and so on. MK is about to be done, and all of a sudden, Home Chick gets a couple fingers through the throat. And you can't tell its fingers when it Until, first happens. Yeah. It looks like a knife goes through. It did, throat. and then all of a sudden, she falls out, and you see these bloody, nasty fingers. I'm just like, dang. Um. MK maybe was lucky he didn't get to love love. <laughs> yeah, really, you, you cross her, it's over. <laughs> Did I say two fingers? Better make it three. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 the American Pie reference. Never. Really. Yes. <laughs> she could milk your prostate to <laughs> deathly levels. Um, we're done. Good night. Yes. Oh man. Um, Baji rolls in with the truck, takes out one of them. Um, comes out and all uh, of a sudden, big dude does like backflip action off. Of yes, him. and all of a sudden you realize Baji's is, is a player. You know, all three hundred sixty pounds of him. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the good thing is he fights like a roly poly kind of person. He does. Like I would have been so mad if they'd done like the the fast forward of his arm movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just been, I would have been like One no. Flip. One flip out of Baji. I'm, I'm, I'll never watch the show again. Yeah, we're done. If he did a backflip onto the hood and you, come get you, son, I'd be like, no. Or one, because we did get the awful Ava flying V kick. Yes. I hate when physics are just thrown to the garbage. But she, like, jumps in the air and then just 90 degree angles out, you know, with her legs spread. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I was like, oh, it's no. like Ninja Gaiden on television. <laughs> it's just not good. And so, like, I, I, I'm with Cash. Like, when you see I, him fight, he's like, you know, and, and I love the commentary. He's like, oh, you know, you've gotten slow and and so on. He's like, well, I hadn't forgot this, and you know, thumbs his neck, thumbs his neck, and he's just uh, paralyzed for a yeah, moment. Yeah, and he's like, you better get up and kick his arse. <laughs> Help me. Kick this asshole's asshole. Yeah. It was an impressive use of asshole in yeah. a four-way sentence. I was like, yeah. uh, okay. Um, you know, and so he comes up and he gets ready to do the whole, you know, big head slice. So he just got too close. Like, I thought that was a rookie move. Well, but not only that, just to get, if your guy's semi-paralyzed, he gets a three, it's like Kung Fu Panda, you know, glow shots to the body. He's like he's entering a cheat code or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? and left, right, left, right, left, right. Wushu finger hold. Or this is Kadoosh. the. Uh, what was that? Kill Bill. Yeah, it was the, finger five that. fingers of death or that's whatever. That's right. The death punch. Yeah, that's right. And so he does the one, two, three with the glows, and then Sonny does the the bisection. The, yes, <laughs> and I feel like I'm watching Resident Evil with the you know the head separating slowly and sliding off. Um, very well done though. Some of the better special effects I've ever seen when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, 
as much as I love how awesome it is, you know, there's just the plausibility of this whole thing. It's just <laughs> such a farce. But, you know, that's the rule of cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely. 100% rule of cool. Um, and he's like, finish me. You know, didn't, didn't know about the Mortal Kombat line. I'm uh, always okay with Mortal Kombat lines. No, I felt like it was a setup. Yeah. Like he, he wanted him to do it because whatever that would have done would have activated what he did to his chest or whatever. Ooh. <laughs> that or what I'm thinking is is that he did that to him and by killing him you killed the only opportunity to undo what he did to him in that guy's mind, in that Abbott's mind. I guess you're right. That's true. And so because you you know later on the episode you see of course in the preview he's like the only place we get Sunny fixed is if we go back to the master. And she's not a very forgiving lady. Yeah, she's not giving him some. And so I think that's what that is. And I didn't catch that until the preview said that. You know, and so I understand when that guy, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I'm I'm not down for getting my head sliced in half just to prove a point, you know. I um I would find another way personally. Yeah, I'm with you. Um but what happened to the third abbot? Are we to assume that he just the died from killed the, him, the truck, I guess. you yeah. know? I mean, Chuck's still hit pretty hard. Um, so, I mean, there you go. You know, uh, the plausibility of two fingers through the throat all the way through the front. Yeah. Just the distance. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there, guys. The The average human finger is probably, a, give or take, three to four inches. Unless you are just really got a long middle finger. You're just that asshole that can really give you the finger. Okay? Think about the length of your neck from the spine to the front of your neck. Just putting it out there now. Okay? That is every bit of five to six inches. So that means her mitt, her entire paw and knuckles were past the spine and into the throat region for that two inches of fingers to come out the front of the throat. Worth it. WNBA, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to put it out there that is as awesome as it was. Okay. The only way this shot works is the way they did it. Because if they had turned her <laughs> sideways and you see her fingers and you true through it and her you know, just She's a T one thousand. I mean just uh I, I I just it was really, really cool. But after I thought about it for a second, it's like bullshit. <laughs> Call to John. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly exactly so uh, i mean it's another example another rule to cool you know I, I get all that but um overall fight scene all the way throughout was really really impressive really my favorite part was ava versus the two just seeing her doing all that you know I mean, choreography I there which, i hate that she's gone yeah. i do too i mean her dying was a real setback for me yeah. She would have been a powerful ally. Yeah. Powerful. Now, instead of having just the three of them, them four, that is a formidable group. Very formidable. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Just the three of them is two because, I mean, they just defeated Well, I Abbott's. mean, we're at like two and a half. MK's back to kind of yeah. I think it's temporary. I, I, oh, I definitely do as well. But Absolutely. Um, so, I'm just... It's going to be interesting to see how that how that storyline continues, and especially going to the master and, and all that kind of how stuff. How much we actually give Baji? Like, are we going to let him be the actual kung fu master or something? Or well, you know, again in the preview in the preview, it shows a scene where he's like he's fighting two of them. Well, you know? like, this is the scene that got me into thinking. It's like, oh, Baji's going to be a real fighter throughout this, right? Because this was the one from the original previews. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember that, but like, there's a scene where like he's got one on each side of him and he's doing the two handed fighting them both and so on. 
I mean, he's all arms. Yeah. I mean, he's actually standing on a dinner table, and it's like an entire room full of Abbots. Yeah. Um, and we've yet to see Baji use the legs of anything. So um, obviously, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know if we can <laughs> I mean, kick above his... three feet high. So anything would be a knee shot at best. Like I said, just don't make him do anything acrobatic. I'm fine. I'm a, I'm completely cool with the kung fu na- kung fu panda roll, like taking folks out like barrel roll. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, I actually, mean, I think it would be pretty freaking sweet if he could make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna regret saying this, but I'm okay with like a seven time backflip, just for comedy reasons. They'll have to see Turn your mic that. Off. Turn your mic off right now. <laughs> wire work. Unless that. he's falling off a cliff and doing it backwards. <laughs> Into a very deep pool. <laughs> that, it's just going to be like leg, leg day. The seven uh, backflip. Yeah. Negative. Don't no, please, see please. No jumping. No anything like that. Just brute force and use his weight yeah. to his advantage. The belly is a real weapon. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if he was more like a, a wrestler and yeah. did slams and... To me, like Back I would love, it. I would love for him to be able to like he gets a hold of people and he contorts them into like a you know a painful yeah like I mean like you, he can snaps his arm, snap a shoulder, break a neck, those Steven kind of Seagal. stuff. You know exactly. <laughs> oh, God. How dare you compare him to Seagal? And he just holds the hand up backwards. <laughs> Remember me, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I, close to oh, close quarter. Close quarter hand to hand combat, you know. Oh hell, the mighty fell horrifically. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to look at Seagal. He he's also three hundred something pounds, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, if he can do his aikido, <laughs> I just miss the under siege oh, out for justice. Yes, oh. there's no doubt. Ugh. the the original, the, the original. original male pattern baldness with the ponytail. That was a bad man. It's like pool, pool balls in a sock. Yes, just waylaying dudes. Oh, so awesome! Oh man, so now awesome. he is a fat wannabe cop Very with Louisiana. with Seagal vision. Seagal vision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, That's and bad. we. I mean, he's got two children in that belly of his. I mean, he's <laughs> he's on out there. Poor guy. I mean, he's, yeah. The, re- the retirement and everything else has not done him any favors. Uh, you know, but anyway, the episode, again, super strong. Really enjoyed it. A um, couple of minor details. But like I said, Sonny's in bad shape now. He falls, and he's laying there as what looks to be as a, you know, cardiac patient. Up. You know, he's in, he's in bad shape. And like I said in the preview, they make the decision, we got to get back to the master to try to figure out what's happened here. Um. Which is very interesting. I didn't expect to have to go back to that now that you've killed the abbots that are out to get you. You know what I mean? This cool is way a to get a severe backtrack, too, by the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and then, of course, Ava's died. And so. Um, She's not, the master's not going to be a very happy lady. Negative. Negative. And the only thing about that now is if MK's. I'm going to be honest with you. The reason I think this happens is so we figure out how MK can get his power back. It's not to save Sonny. It's a way of getting MK back to figure out his, you know, what's gone wrong, in I my mean, opinion. I feel like saving Sonny's pretty high up there as well. 
Well, Sonny's not going to die. I mean, I never fear Sonny becoming well, yeah, death or quadriplegic I mean, or the next Waldo or anything else. I just don't <laughs> see it. I just okay, don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm just being honest. I mean, I think there's fire coming I mean, from your we, mic right we got now. enough warriors on wheels. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, Jeez. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. I think it's an awesome character, but I mean, I just don't fear him ever being a you hear that, Cash? lemming limb. I've got lots of friends in wheelchairs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, My man. best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you. Now, the guy on Survivor who outs the trans on national television. Oh, okay. Wow. We were talking about that. Wow. We saw that the other night. I mean, this guy. I mean, he. It was rough. He's the new sponsor for Target. You know what I'm saying? And I did love that he came out with. He came out with. He was like, all of my best friends back home. Like, they know me. (laughs) Not anymore. Okay, buddy. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um, Enjoy unemployment. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, I don't. I just don't fear anything for Sonny. I, th- I mean, I really, really don't. And well, so, I mean, but you don't fear that because you expect him to go here and get healed and stuff. Exactly. So, I mean, like if he wasn't heading there, even if MK, it's just like when you watch Walking Dead or any other show, you just yeah. don't expect that character ever be really in trouble. You know, it's not like Rick Grimes will never be bit. Rick Grimes won't. You know, it just won't happen. You know, and so don't give me a scene where he's doing forearm shivers with 40 walkers and expect me to be okay with it. I mean, it just doesn't work, okay? No, you know? No. Only thrones. No one is safe. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that, that's what I'm getting at. So uh, I'm really cool. You know, the, the other thing is that I'm, I'm really excited to see, like I said, where they're going to take the Widow and Quinn, where that's going to go. I mean, like you said, we're six episodes. We only have four left. Yep. Four, you know, and so – it's very curious to see where the end game is for the season. I mean, what are they really wanting to, what, you know, say this is your stop point and leave you on the cliffhanger for next season? I mean, do we actually ever see these characters get into the Badlands and see Quinn and the Widow? And, I mean, I gotta say yes. I mean, we, we've progressed pretty far. Even though we're back. That could be the cliffhanger: yeah. is that they see each other for the first time. You know, like they see Quinn's alive and the whole the, the band's back together. You know, that kind of situation. Yeah. I think that would probably be it. I think we got to get through the chick point at some point. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeesh. I don't know, but they're going back to where the Abbots were, so it might be a while before we get to that checkpoint. I don't know if that car is going to The Abbots know a way through, so. True that. Maybe he gets healed up and they send him through. True that. True In that. In exchange for Baji. <laughs> Baji. <laughs> no. Baji goes, <laughs> we riot. Yes. No, Nick Frost, man, I, I'm he's really enjoying it. He's, he's that little bit extra that we, the show has really, really enjoyed. What I really enjoy, and I think a lot of people enjoy. And I've told him so much on social media and everything else, so really enjoy it. But other than that, man, I, I think that's all we got for this, man. Yeah, man. Guys, if y'all got any comments or think we're hateful and god-awful racist or anything else, as some people like to make comments of, whatever, just let us know. <laughs> you know and uh, other than that, we're just having good humor. Uh, always give us a comment on social media. We're on Bleed TV Podcast, which is on Facebook, Twitter, and everything. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. We'll always love to chat. I got some emails from a few other people and talking about different things. It's been awesome discussing the show. Do the same. We'd love to hear from you. But other than that, guys, we're going to call tonight. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all next week.